You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Hey, besties, today's a very unique success story, especially for those of you who want to understand a man's perspective inside toxic relationships. As you know, most of my student highlights so far are women, and that's just because our audience is over 90% women identifying listeners. But we have a handful of amazing men inside of my soulmate coaching program. They're putting in the work, seeing great results, and today's guest is one of such men. He is someone who I barely even recognize anymore. He has shifted so much over the last few months. His name is John. He's one of our star students. And John was so, so, so excited to be here today to share his own journey from completely losing himself inside painful, emotionally unavailable relationships to now being this other version of him with a healed inner boy, empowered, feeling totally in control and in love with the dating process, unbothered and thriving. John used my entire method inside the Soulmate program, which I developed, and it only takes about 10 to 15 minutes a day for my students to see extraordinary results. You guys are going to love this episode. So let's hear it from John right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang. And after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. I am having coffee with the one and the only <laughs> John. You guys can't see him right now, but he is dressed to the nines. We're actually kind of matching with our outfits. We're like Barbie and Ken kind of right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> for sure with our energy but i'm just ken <laughs> yeah you're a ken up right you're a ken up <laughs> yes well john i'm so excited um, that you wanted to be here i feel very blessed can you please tell us a little bit about who you are and how you ended up finding me sure yeah i'm 44 it was my birthday yesterday and i live in the bay area in california and my parents split up when I was around 11. And long story short, I kind of became like the man of the house. I started this kind of like caretaker thing with my mom and it was great. She was awesome. She was wonderful. But anyway, long story short, like after doing an analysis, I realized it definitely led me down the path of like uh, anxious attachment. And the last three or four years, I was having a lot of difficulty in dating. It would go well. We'd have a couple of days. And then all of a sudden it would be like ghosted just out of nowhere, you know? And there's a great meme that says, when I get ghosted, I always want to send them a text that says, thank you for the 15 day free trial, you know, oh like, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I found you because long story short, there was a particularly bad one where I was talking to someone. We had been talking for like four weeks and we were talking on the phone every night, you know, and whatever else. And then she just disappeared on me and it was really hard. Long story short, I got super depressed and was just doom scrolling, you know, on TikTok. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one good thing about the algorithm is, is like, I'm, I kept seeing, it's okay, you know, break up stuff and following hashtags. And my algorithm took me across to a place called a guy called Healing with Charlie. And you actually benefited him. He recommended your podcast. And so I, oh, in really? his comments. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah. I found that and then I found you and the conversation was great. Your podcast was amazing. And I was like, I've got to know more about this. Oh my God. Thank you, TikTok and Charlie. I never know how people like end up finding me. I'm sorry it took a difficult situation eventually led you here. And look at you now, John. We were kind of just chatting before hitting record today that a lot of what you learned wasn't so much about what you got, but what you learned to let go of. And I just thought that was such an interesting way to put it. Could you tell us a little bit more about what was that process of letting things go? Yeah. One of the things interesting about anxiety, at least for me, was I learned that I was having an emotional response and then associating it with something as an external stressor as opposed to the other way. I started going through your program and there were a couple things that really hit me. Emotional regulation that where you're talking about. And there was another thing I really liked when you talk about why is this not working? Why hasn't stuff like this worked for you in the past? And one of the things, and that was my big aha moment, you talk about the fact that what you're doing may not be aligned with what you want. And also that weirdly you enjoy being this way, like not enjoy, but your body is used to being this way, you know, so you subconsciously Mm -hmm. seek it out. Yeah, that's a bit of a tough pill to swallow sometimes, right at the beginning, because it's like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, choosing this, right? But then Mm -hmm. if you kind of dig deeper, even in your case, you see how so much of it goes back to the way that you were raised. Was there sort of like one thing that you picked up in the program that was like the biggest light bulb moment for you, like the biggest turning point for you, John? Yeah, I would say through the exercises, right, I realized a couple things. One, a lot of times I was reaching out to my partner to regulate myself. The way I describe it is like I would reach for my partner the way somebody would reach for a drink, you know? And the other thing I took away that was very kind of surprising, and I didn't realize I was doing it, but I was kind of making my prospective partner my everything, right? Like I was very much, okay, this is my friend and I want to connect with them and let's kind of connect all the time. And this has been really the biggest thing, I guess, would be Mm. I caught red flags early on that I would ignore before, you know? Yes, I remember you posting about that in the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were some of those red flags that maybe before you didn't really realize were red flags or maybe just like flat out ignored? You know, I think the biggest (laughs) one was thinking that I was magic. You know, thinking that (laughs) what I mean by that is, is thinking that if somebody is telling me, hey, I want to be casual or, hey, I'm not interested in doing something like this, right? That I'm like, well, okay, but they don't know me, you know? Right. Once, once me, you know I'm going to fix gonna them, like, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fix them. And then another thing that you said, which I love, is you talk about how when we start to go seek someone or seek a partner or whatnot, creating a non-negotiable filter, right? So you create this non-negotiable filter of like, I'm Christian and I respect everybody's religion or whatnot. But for me, I wanted to date somebody that shared my faith. So now it's like I start by seeking that out as opposed to like, let me try to make this work. And it's been very liberating. Yeah, that's awesome. You said the word before, like it became more freeing or liberating. Mm -hmm. John was showing me his new vision board (laughs) before we got on here. And I'm telling you guys, like it was gorgeous. Like it made my vision board look like something a seven-year-old kid put together but you kept saying this word like there was something really freeing about it how would you capture that yeah i would say like 
when somebody's in the gym, they sneakily will always look in the mirror and try to see if they've got gains or something like that, yeah. right? And I, and I think I entered it, right? Like, okay, I'm going to figure out what's wrong. I'm going to figure out what's going on. And then I'm going to be able to connect better or you know, bring in a partner. And what I would say now, I'm not actively seeking a person. I'm open to things, but I'm not actively seeking it. Really, I would also say too, I've taken that into other play areas of my life. So now every decision is based on, you know, is this bringing me closer to my goals? Is this going to move the boat, you know? And before I think every decision, unfortunately, you know, and I'm glad I can reflect on that period, but previously every decision was what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? What do I need to do to repair myself, to make myself a viable candidate? And when you realize that, like, that's not the case, you know, digressing really quickly, I would just say I dated somebody a couple months ago and I ended it and it was like the greatest breakup ever because I, <laughs> I, like, I went to them and I just said, you know what, there's really nothing about you. It's just our lifestyles are not compatible and we have mm -hmm. different things that we want, you know, and so mm -hmm. I wish you the best. That would have been dragged on so long previously and this yes. I caught it quickly. I can totally relate like a hundred percent because it sounds like one of the biggest things that happened for you, John, is this sense of empowerment, right? Where you're not trying to tailor your entire life to being something for someone else anymore. Kayla said the exact same thing when she was on the podcast, how, you know, when you come into this program, I used to feel this way too. Like I almost felt this sense of desperation. Like I have to fix myself so someone will choose me, right? Like I have to become more desirable or whatnot. And my whole life began to kind of morph into this goal. And a lot of this work is actually stepping back and saying, wait a minute, like, hey, it would be really nice to have a relationship, but my entire life doesn't depend on me pleasing somebody else. If somebody isn't a good match for you, you can feel empowered to say no and to like step away from that and feel really good about that decision. So that's awesome. Kayla also said that, you know, you come in looking for your soulmate and you realize that your soulmate is you this whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. It's also helped me create a space. Like also when I'm yeah. dealing with maybe like a negative emotion or something like that, you know, or if I'm dealing with fear, like I love talking to 10 year old me and going like, hey, we got this. It's all right. I get why you're upset, you know, but I'm here for you and it's going to be great. It's been wonderful. And I would say, too, like as I navigate this program, there's a specific time frame that is, is indicated to navigate it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm on the extended plan, if you will. Right. Like for me, I'm enjoying sitting in the process not only like learn it but put it inside innately i definitely would want to say to anyone who's like oh i haven't done it in a particular period of time look you have access to it just stay within the community keep yourself accountable and continue to go through the courses so it doesn't become something that you push off to perpetuity but if you're taking time to like really to be with yourself and learn that stuff take the time that feels right for you yeah, thank you for sharing that, John. That's definitely an anxiety that sometimes people share about kind of keeping up. One of the things I've really appreciated about you is I think you really embodied the phrase that, you know, I've said this a few times, like go slow to go fast. You weren't just trying to rush through certain modules and just check things off the list. Like I could tell that you wanted to deeply embody and understand those lessons so that it would be a part of you. 
that's a very cool quality that I try to <laughs> inspire in the other students. And also, you know, that's why we have the lifetime access to the program because it's something that you can come back to. You know, speaking of which, out of the three pillars, like the feel, heal, attract, which ones do you think that you'll be coming back to time and time again over the next several years, even? I think I would say it's probably going to be the heel. It's one thing to know it, and it's another thing to put it permanently, right? And so I think yeah. it's always good to come back to the resource and kind of remembering like, okay, this is why I'm going through this. Oh, why am I angry? Oh, anger is actually a secondary emotion of fear. And, and I forgot that, you know, who knows? And so being able to just kind of have that conversation, work through myself, through root causes of things, and I think that that would be it. Yeah, it's definitely a layered process, right? <laughs> and it's mm -hmm, true that sometimes sure. you do it once and it shows up in a different version in some other situation. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, it gets a bit easier over time. You know, I know John's a very busy guy <laughs> with his career and everything. And obviously, we've tried to design this program for busy people. How did it feel on a day-to-day -day trying to do this program within your schedule? What I would say is, it, I don't think there's a concern in relation to like, well, I don't have the time. First off, the modules are very bite-sized and wonderful. So even if I, let's say I didn't have the full thing, I would do the lesson and then I would do the activity maybe later, you know, when I had an opportunity, maybe break it up. But ultimately what I would say is, if something's important to you, you create the time for it, oh, right? Yeah. And I think you'd be surprised when you say you don't have time, but you're on Instagram or on TikTok watching the B girl again or whatever, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just saying it was very yes. manageable. <laughs> Thank you for that two part answer. Yeah, definitely. Like we designed it so that you can just do 15 minutes a day and that's really enough, but it's true. You know, this as well, like if you really want something that you have to be like all in, you have to make time for it. So I, I definitely agree with that. I would just say to you, Gloria, like I shared with you beforehand, but it was absolutely worthwhile. I got to a point where I was tired of encountering the same thing and was willing to put forth the effort. Thank you so much for saying that, John. Hey, you know, I got to ask, I think the audience is also curious to hear about your perspective uniquely as a guy as well. You know, obviously there's a lot of women in this program, but we would never turn someone away just because of gender. And there's a couple of other guys as well. But I think you're the first guy I've interviewed on the podcast from the program. So what was it like being a guy inside of Soulmate? It was great. I was super nervous, primarily because I didn't want people to think that I was part of the program for like nefarious means like, Hey, I'm oh going to come gosh. and like, you know, <laughs> I'm emotionally intelligent too. What's up? You know, you know, the DM. So, I didn't even uh, think of I that, <laughs> but I found the community to be incredibly supportive. A couple months ago, I had a weird situation and I had this thing on a date and I was like, I'm like, what do I do guys? Are these red flags? You know, and everybody was so supportive and it was great getting their perspective. And so it was wonderful. I think ultimately you've got a group of people who are all moving toward the same destination and they want everyone to succeed and it's wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. We definitely really value having a very engaged and supportive community, like gentle, but at the same time, keeping people accountable because we are all working towards the same thing. And I'm so glad that you felt comfortable to 
be able to share those questions inside the group, John. We definitely wanted it to feel like very you know, non-judgmental. Any sort of question is welcome and we are there to support. How did it feel to kind of have the rally of support, especially if you were going through a bit of a tricky situation back then? Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because when you were talking just now, I was taken back to week one and being part of the community early on. I was sitting there on a Friday night and you're getting the messages and you're feeling a little like, oh, low. And and I think it's real easy to fall back into old patterns or whatnot. And to be able to post on the board and go, hey, I'm struggling. I'm feeling a little down. Or should I call this person again? You know, (laughs) put my hand back on the plane. And to have everybody kind of lift you up and say like, hey, we got you. I've been there too. Hey, don't jump off that cliff, you know. Yeah, don't text your ex. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you just feel encouraged and you know you're not alone. I think when you get depressed, you might want to isolate because, you know, maybe your friends have heard it or whatever. And so to be in a part of a community that, that truly understands your specific and unique situation is wonderful. Yeah, I totally agree. It's not quite the same as going to a friend who maybe has known you a little bit too long or doesn't have the same goals as you. I'm curious about what you felt was different about this process versus some other things that you might have tried before in the past. Sure. I mean, I have no problem listening too. I've done therapy and I still do therapy. I have done different types of groups and whatnot. And like I've done different dating programs even, you know, and I think what's different ultimately is you clearly help us understand the role that we play in the dynamic of what's going on and making us kind of like understand, well, why am I seeking this behavior? What am I doing? And because it's a daily program that builds and builds and builds and builds, it's not like, okay, well, I'll see my therapist again in a week or I'll do whatever else. There's this accountability and there's this continued progression that those aha moments, they start as a little snowball and all of a sudden an avalanche does happen, you know? Yeah, we definitely built it that way because I don't want to overwhelm people so much at the beginning and everything Mm -hmm. is just sort of like connected to the last one. Thank you so much for sharing that, offering that feedback, John. Yeah, I got to say, John has been awesome, (laughs) like a really great student inside the process who's just been very open to trying something new. I wanted you to know that, John, because when you've tried so many things before in the past, it's very easy to feel discouraged and to start to feel hopeless or shut off to new things. And it takes a very special kind of person to have all those experiences and still dive headfirst. And so what was that voice in your ear that kind of like kept you going and gave you the ability to take a leap of faith? Ultimately, I think what it boiled down to, it was just frustration. I had been familiar with anxious attachment before, and everything that you were saying was building on something that I was already kind of already starting to pull the thread on, but it was the how. It wasn't just the this is what it is. It was, okay, but now here's what we're going to do, you know, like, The vagus nerve exercise, for example, this whole thing starts literally from the minute I wake up every day and the mindset that I'm going to adopt. And so seeing those little small wins is what kept it going. Uh, That's part of the snowball effect you talked about. 
right? That Mm -hmm. once you get Mm -hmm. that one little win in through the door, it's like, hey, maybe I can do this. Yeah, that's awesome. Everyone loves the Vegas nerve hack. (laughs) Yeah. What I would say too is I did the hard contract and then for a minute I saw someone and I fell into like an old pattern, but immediately I was like, wait a minute. No, how long are you going to keep doing this? And so finally right. having that desire, like, I want something different. I don't want situationships. Yeah. I don't want this. Yes. That was really the push there. That was yeah. it. Yeah. You got it. We'll put that on a t-shirt, <laughs> on a mug. Oh, so good. Well, John, I probably have a million other questions I could ask you, <laughs> but as sort of like a last little nugget that you could drop for us like what's something that you would say to a person who's maybe kind of on the fence about trying something new or you know they know they need to heal or change but they're hesitant or nervous about taking that step was there any sort of encouragement that you could give to that person listening what i would say is you know one just do it The love you're seeking and wanting to be in a mutual beneficial relationship where you're taking care of someone and they're taking care of you, right? Well, start now. Start by taking care of yourself first. Get into that relationship with yourself first. And if there was a question about cost, I would say the amount of money that I've wasted on dates that didn't go anywhere, uh, (laughs) if only I could get that back, right? But yeah, love yourself and have faith in the program and have faith in the fact that you know that you deserve more and commit to it. Because you'll find a community that is just full of people who are in your corner, cheering you on and supporting you every step of the way. Thank you for that, John. It's funny you mentioned that we were doing some research on costs of dating. And I think it's like the average American spends like seven, eight hundred dollars per year on just first dates alone. It's like, woo, it's like if you kind of count it over the years, it's like that's a lot of money. <laughs> no, uh, seriously. Yeah. I know there were some links that you wanted to drop in. Yeah, absolutely. I just definitely want to say that if if anybody has any questions or want to talk about it more in depth, my Instagram, you can message me. It's L-P-S-A-N-D-L-E-D-S. LPs and LEDs, Records and Lights. And then my LinkedIn is linkedin.com slash in slash what can I do for you? Would love to grow my network and would love to meet you and talk to you about your journey. That's wonderful. Thank you so kindly for offering that, John. We're going to drop the link to your socials in the show notes below, because I know that folks are definitely going to want to reach out. That's awesome. Well, John, I'm, again, just so thrilled that you came on the show and had this beautiful full circle moment. (laughs) It's been such a pleasure seeing your growth and your journey inside the program but also just getting the chance to catch up with you here and hear these beautiful words of wisdom that you have to share with our audience. So thank you so much. Thank you, Gloria. It was an absolute pleasure. I'm incredibly honored. And again, thank you for all that you do. Hey, Bestie, let's give it up for John and his willingness to open up and share his incredible story. Not easy to do. Now, if you resonate with John's story and you would like to receive the transformation for yourself, here's how I can help you. I developed these methods inside my soulmate program to help high achievers go from being a doormat to being in a dream relationship, a dream healthy relationship at that, using techniques I developed that only takes about 15 minutes per day to complete. 
Even better, this does not require years and years of sitting in the therapy chair, nor does it require completely changing who you are as a person. In fact, most people find that they become more of their real selves. And we have a reported 97% success rate from past students, people who are just like you. This is what I do, and this is what I'm passionate about helping people with. So to learn more, head on over to buygloriazang.com slash soulmate to get more details on the program, or try it for yourself at my free training. Head on over to www.gethealthylove.com. That's gethealthylove.com. All right, that's it for today, my loves. I will see you next time, next week, on a brand new episode of the Inner Child Podcast. So have a beautiful day and an abundant life. Mwah. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There, you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah.